The battle of wizards and warriors continues with iron swords. The evil wizard Malkil will take the shape of the earth, wind, water, and fire. Farewell! The fate of the world is in your hands! You're listening to the Piercing Wizard Podcast, and I'm your host, Ryan Willett. I'm a professional body piercer with 20 years experience, I travel around the world teaching technique and safety classes, and I'm a member of the Association of Professional Piercers. Listen in as I talk to my friends and colleagues about our industry so we can all stay sharp. Hey everybody, how you doing? Welcome back to another episode of the Piercing Wizard Podcast. I am kind of uh, starting to get settled back into real world life after conference, got caught up uh, on all my office work at the shop, uh, did some laundry at home, but didn't even get the chance to get groceries because I'm off again. I'm going actually back to Las Vegas for a wrestling show this weekend, then I'll come back, and after that I really have to start getting ready for my next conference in Russia. I'll be going over there in mid-June, uh, teaching a few classes over there, probably getting some more interviews. I'll be hanging out with Paul King, who is the treasurer of the APP. Uh, so we'll be over there for, I think, five days in Russia, in St. Petersburg. Looking forward to that. And I'm going to get those classes nailed out, and hopefully I can get them uh, translated, at least partially for the slideshows anyway. Uh, after that, I'm going to have my private classes uh, coming up in July. So Dallas on Monday, July 7th, and Amsterdam, Holland on Monday, July 15th. Both those classes are open for registration. You can go to precisionbodyarts.com seminars. You can get all the info about how to register, the content of the classes, pricing, and you can also follow Body Art Education by Ryan Willett on Facebook. That'll give you all the info about any sort of future classes I'm doing. Doing. I ran into a lot of people at conference that were saying they would like a, a class in their area. So I, I think I need to start kind of maybe ramping them up a little bit, maybe uh, two a month every month. Uh, let's see if I can maintain a schedule like that and uh, not implode a little bit. But I would like to get out and, and do as many classes as possible. So if you are interested in doing a class in your area, or if you are one of the people I was talking to at conference about different classes, uh, reach out to me, ryanpba at gmail.com. Talk to me about uh, classes. Let me know if you have any leads on venues or if you have any friends that might be interested in uh, signing up with you. Uh, my Statum Cult uh, shirts went back online on the web shop. They're almost sold out. I only had about 10 left when I got home from conference and I've already sold a few. So if you're interested in the Statum Cult shirts, uh, go to, uh, again, precisionbodyarts.com shop and uh, you can grab one of those before they're gone. I might not reprint them for a couple weeks, couple months. Uh, depends. I might be on to another uh, really terrible t-shirt idea. I'm going to try to track down a, a caricature artist in Las Vegas and give them some input and maybe do a Joy of Scarification Bob Ross inspired t-shirt. Uh, but we'll see. Who knows if I'm actually going to have time to do that because I've got so much wrestling stuff to do this weekend. For my guest this week, I'm going to be talking to Larea and Jane from the board of the VPP. I'm not going to try to pronounce uh, that in, in German, uh, but VPP, the, the German piercing organization. They're going to talk to you about a, a bunch of their different plans that they have uh, going on right now. They're doing meetups. Uh, they're really trying to increase the standards uh, for piercing in Germany. And they're working on this really cool certificate that uh, kind of certifies that you've been trained in how to handle contaminated equipment 
treatment and the proper use of sterilization. I think that's going to be really handy for a lot of the piercers over there. Uh, I learned uh, uh, one of my favorite new hashtags, uh, hashtag pussy bling. So uh, that's pretty interesting. It's a good talk with the two of them. Uh, I, I've been seeing them over at BMXNet for years and they've started coming over to the APP conference over here. So it's uh, really good to kind of catch up on all my friends around the world and, and what they're doing for the industry. I decided to not do any ads on the show. I, I think I mentioned that. I'll keep it ad-free for now, and it's really just so I don't have to uh, seem like I'm, I'm talking well about a product just because I'm getting paid. Uh, if you are one of those products that wanted to uh, offer sponsorship for the show, I, I would definitely say thank you, and why don't you just come on the show for free and just talk about your product and why it benefits the industry, and we'll leave it at that. You don't have to hand me any money, uh, but... I did follow the suggestions of some people and I started a Patreon page for Piercing Wizard Podcast. So if you are the Patreon type, uh, go on there and you can do uh, sponsorships for as little as $2. Uh, there are a couple different levels and I don't know if anybody noticed this yet, but they're all named after uh, magic things from the Elder Scrolls series. So uh, I, want, <laughs> I want to thank some of the uh, the early adopter patrons uh, and we have Amanda Johnson at the Conjure level. Uh, I, I want to say thank you, uh, Amanda, for supporting the show. I, I really do appreciate it. And uh, a big thanks to Leo Zebol, uh, who went all the way up to the Archmage level, uh, which is is great. Leo has always been really supportive of the show and given me some really nice feedback and, and uh, came on for an episode too. So you can scroll back through the archives and, and see that one. So thank you so much for your support. And if you're interested in supporting the show, uh, feel free to go to Patreon, make any sort of contribution you might like. Some of the higher tiers, I'm going to try to give you some exclusive content. Uh, I'm going to try to get in the habit of doing doing some travel logs when I'm on trips, you know, that might be talking about piercing, that might be talking about wrestling, I'm not really sure, but it's just going to be kind of the, the journey of uh, what it's like being on the road, uh, probably about half my time. And if you also do the, the higher tiers, you're going to have access to Ask Me Anything sessions on Patreon. And uh, what I think I might try to do is do them from the shop. And if I can incorporate maybe a little bit of live video, I can answer questions about jewelry or techniques, studio layout, and all different kinds of things that are just a little bit easier to talk about when you're actually in a piercing studio. So uh, for right now, I'm going to go ahead and get into the episode. Uh, I'm going to be interviewing two of the board members from the VPP, the German Piercing Organization, and I'll be back a little bit at the end. Well, hello, I'm Lorea from Germany, Stuttgart. My shop is Unknown Pleasures Piercing. I'm at the board of the VPP, the German Association of Professional Piercer, and at the moment I'm the vice president of the association. You can find me on Instagram, Unknown Pleasures Piercing, or on Facebook. This is Jane. <laughs> hello. <laughs> Um, I'm Jane. Um, I was born in Russia, but since nine years I work and live in Germany in Dusseldorf. This is the western part of Germany and um, I have my own shop there. You can find me on Instagram under Jane Absinthe Piercing. And um, I'm currently on the board of the German Association of Professional Piercers. Um, yeah. So <laughs> in, in German, what does VPP stand for? It's Verband? Verband Professioneller Piercer. Okay, I'll have to work on yes. <laughs> practicing that so I can pronounce it. So how long has the organization been in existence? Because I've been going to BMX for about 10 years, yes. and I know that there's always been yes. the core German piercing community, but when did it start to turn into its own organization? Well, we started the VPP um, in 2015, so actually four years ago. Mm -hmm. 
Um, and there have been other associations um, in Germany, but um, they kind of split up or just stopped working. It seems like that happens um, really often. I know that happened in the US, but in the UK and Canada especially, there were multiple times where they tried to get an organization going and it just didn't build momentum. Yeah. 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 So actually we are there for four years right now and started all with an idea that uh, Tom um, from Needles and Skins, Andre um, from Berlin and myself had just um, to really build up a community and um, to make a difference for uh, piercers and also for customers. Mm -hmm. So we have two main goals. We have the education of um, other piercers and uh, spread the word and sh uh, share some knowledge, but also to educate the clients mm -hmm. so they can um, refer, for example, on our website or to our studios and uh, get the information they want to get. That's great. How, how is it? Have you had any sort of challenges or have you had any pushback? Are, are there piercers that don't want an organization or does it seem like everybody is happy to see it? Definitely there are pushbacks yeah. and definitely there are people that don't want us and they mm -hmm. don't like us. But, um, well, this is the thing with new ideas and if you really would like to make a change, mm -hmm. um, you have to be prepared that it's not all easy. And we are fine with that. It's not easy all the time. It's quite often very hard I'm but sure. uh, it's really an an idea and ideal we all have and we have a, a goal um, and yeah so it's uh, a thing we are doing and we love to do and we will do and yeah and I also think that it is pretty much with a, with every organization from the very beginning there are some people like um, who say I'm doing this since 20 years and why do I need you yeah. who are telling me something to, to do something in a different way mm. what's what's the point of doing this in a different way and you're like okay but um, here's this here's that and um, I I think probably positive about that we um, in compared to for example different um, different uh, um, associations uh, which existed before us or still exist um, we have really really high standards mm -hmm. that is why we're like not many members <laughs> right now <laughs> well what are yeah. some of the the difference in standards is it something similar to APP or is it kind of something that's appropriate for the region or like what are some of the standards it is it is pretty similar of course um, we were orienting on, on your uh, minimal stand minimum standard as well but we uh, took it a little bit like a level up mm -hmm. <laughs> kind of um, our main core uh, three standards is um, our um, sterile work so we um, we we want our members to work only um, mm. sterile, including sterile, uh, sterile gloves, gloves as well. and everything. Yeah. Yes. So um, every member uh, who is working uh, in a studio should have an autoclave mm -hmm. um, of the B class, um, at least. Yeah. But it's yeah. just like yeah, um, and in in the best case scenario also a stadium, but it's not a requirement to enter um, the association. Mm -hmm. So the third standard is um, also some requirements for the jewelry specific um, specific um, parameters of jewelry. So we want our members to use internally threaded jewelry um, and implant grade titanium. Yeah, yes. I, I know as I've seen other organizations come up, like like UK is mm. a really good example. There's always people out there that said like, well, why? You know, there's mm, there's yeah. the APP. 
if you want to do that and like you know we're we're just fine where we are we don't need the organization or something like that so um i think it's really cool that you're that you're starting something like that because i know that it's not easy yeah to start but it's important work yeah 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 and also i guess important to to mention is for um to become a member we also have um the uh, the Yeah, we would like just nice people, mm. and <laughs> so uh, people that are uh, willing to to share the knowledge, and uh, also we have really strict rules for the members mm. how to handle each other. So no bitch talking about each other or something that like would be kicked out. Yeah, uh, because we well you know it's 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 hard enough to do that. So you really have to be a team and mm -hmm. go forward, and uh, yeah, to uh, give each other support. So, um, yeah, it's, it's not like, like just like a checklist. Okay, I do this, this, and I buy this, this, this. You, you can't buy yourself in with money. Mm -hmm. You also really have to show that you really are willing to educate yourself and you're really passionate about what, uh, about what you're doing. Mm -hmm. And uh, so, yeah, as, with, as the APP, we also have really a long chart to go <laughs> what, what you bring to us. And, uh, yeah, so it's, it's really this, this alone shows if you really would like to uh, be really be a part or just for uh, yeah for benefits or for um, for so showing off showing exactly. off yeah 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 so uh, you know you all go to the BMX net conference but do you have do you have your own events do you have piercer groups do you have uh, planned events or training or anything like that yes We have the round tables mm -hmm. um, that we are organizing in different uh, cities and different parts of Germany um, every three months. Three months, and um, it's like since since when do we have this? I think since two years. Yes. Yes. Actually, um, three years it should be. Mm -hmm. Um, so we already had uh, eight round tables in oh, wow. different parts of yes. Germany. Yes, and That's it is cool. um, uh, all these round tables. They are um, thought for um, fellow piercers mm -hmm. from this area. Um, it's of course free um, to um, like take part in this round table, and this is um, kind of just uh, just to get into talk, um, yeah. just to like know each other better and um, to spread the word a little bit because we are opening the round tables with uh, some small initial um, like presentation or a small talk mm. about um, sterile work, about sterile gloves, why do we need sterile gloves and about the outer gloves or about the um, materials for example for jewelry, this was the topic of the last round mm -hmm. table we had in Hamburg. Um, just about one month ago or yes. something. Yes. Um, Have you been getting engagement from piercers that you don't already know? Or is it people that are kind of already in that community where people know each other and they invite the piercers that they know? Like, are you getting like strangers, like new piercers that you haven't met before? Both, actually. That's so great. we have kind of a. It's really nice kind of fan base who travels with us. So yeah. <laughs> if, uh, when you really can make a cut in Germany, it's a north part, south part, mm -hmm. part. You know when you're in this or that part, people will come and say hi because uh, they, it's not uh, that far to travel. Mm -hmm. But we also have, um, yeah, new piercers uh, um, who join and uh, take part. So it's really mixed. And uh, yeah, it's a good thing. Because as Jane said, we really have like a theme for the beginning to break the ice. Mm -hmm. So it's not everybody is just shy sitting and say, yeah, yeah, hi. 
I don't know what to say. That's yeah. great. So, yeah. so you have something to talk about, and normally it will just uh, go a bit about that, and then it will change totally. Mm -hmm. But it's it's really nice to to um, um, keep people start talking. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. This this roundtables they're uh, mostly like just the meetups just to just to get acquainted yeah. just to get to know the people yeah. from from another areas and they are like we are we are not pushing people like we are the VPB and just come join us. It's just it's just really get to know people and yeah. um, just to communicate just to have like fellow peers and. Um, because in Germany it's a little bit complicated in, in many parts of Germany it's still like the 80s it's like you are my rival I'm not gonna talk to you I'm mm -hmm. not gonna say hi to you and this and that but yeah. it's, it's it's changing slowly and we we see really a positive dynamics in this uh, direction good yeah yeah good yeah and beside the round tables um, we also um, yeah have um, a new seminar mm -hmm. actually um, well Actually, we are all giving seminars at the BMX Net, but beside that, we uh, have a, a collaboration. Collaboration. Collaboration um, with an hygienic institute from Dresden. Cool. Um, we are working on that for a year now, cool. and now it's all set up. And we are really, really proud of this um, that we can offer to all interested peers. It, it lasts a week, so wow, that's you, intense. Yeah, yeah, and but after that, you have an official certificate, cool, uh, European proved, yeah, that you Europe are allowed uh, to work um, with um, sterile um, tools, yeah. and that you can um, um, process your tools. Mm -hmm. So it's a really an official thing. And it's wow. really just for piercers. Wow. So this is uh, one thing you will get because you also have to do a little exam after this week, so to prove that you haven't slept all the time, mm -hmm. but took part. <laughs> and uh, you're also the, um, yeah, how you say, the hygienic manager? This is an expertise, expertise uh, kind yeah. of certificate that's, uh, yeah. That's great. Yeah, how, how did so you get connected with that professional to do that? Uh, well, actually he reached out to us. Wow. Yes. Yeah, this is really awesome. So he's, uh, normally he's educating nurses mm -hmm. and uh, some uh, doctors and uh, going to uh, some um, hospitals and stuff like that and making controls, making controls and kind of a hygienic marshal. So, mm -hmm. yeah. And uh, yeah, write some essays about uh, hygienic topics. Mm -hmm. um, so he... Um, isn't in touch with the community uh, until or, or wasn't in touch and, uh, with the community until now but yeah. he is and he's, he's really cute <laughs> so really really interested and really um, yeah. he was so it was we we had the first round uh, three weeks ago so it was just the vpp piercer uh, taking part because kind of uh, okay we see how this works and if it works out or can, do we have to make any changes because it's really a seminar really close to to our work so it's not like okay in hospitals we do this and that you really will see what you have to uh, what you will do in your piercing room or what you That's have to great. do in your processing room mm -hmm. and how it should uh, how it should look and yeah so on in so a full on. week yeah wow that's going to be a really good class. Yeah, it is. And uh, yeah, actually, as mentioned, it has a European um, standard certificate. Mm -hmm. So our next goal will be to translate this into other uh, languages. Mm -hmm. So, for example, people from the UK can attend and yeah. get a certificate and so on. I would want to take that if yeah. it was offered in English. You that sounds like it would be really yeah. cool. It, it, English is no problem. It's probably um, going to happen in probably the next couple of 
months. Months. <laughs> Hope yeah. so. Yeah, we just need a bit of time to translate it and to yeah. optimize a little bit the um, the course because we still, of course, need to tailor it a little bit more to the, to sure. the industry. Yeah. Um, the thing was, uh, just very quickly, I wanted to point out that uh, uh, in Germany, the situation is um, the following. You um, you are allowed to process the instruments that uh, have contact with blood or yeah. um, other potential... The OPIS. Like, yes, 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 uh, potentially contaminated or kind of um, infectious fluids. Um, only if you are um, certified medical personnel. Okay. And this is the um, education which lasts three years, and only then you get the certificate that you are allowed to do this. So it's kind of. Um, it's a big deal to be able to it's have yeah, it's a, a big deal that we have this yeah. tailored to the piercing industry yeah. and we do get this expertise and we do get this certificate which mm. we can show everyone and say we're allowed to do this because we have this uh, yeah kind of an education and the certificate yeah. as well. so yeah. w without that certificate in the past how how were people processing was it just one of those like gray zone yeah, yeah. totally okay. totally so we erased yeah. the gray zone mm -hmm. The yeah. thing, the thing is that um, basically um, we have like health departments uh, in every city, mm -hmm. uh, and uh, as long as uh, all the VPP members they are really like spread in Germany, where everyone is in diff different absolutely part. different part of Germany. Yeah. So it's like yeah. <laughs> all over the country. But every health department of every city they they have different um, regulations. That must be confusing. Yes, even even in the big cities like in Berlin, for example, our colleagues from Berlin, they have uh, in the different parts of Berlin, they have different regulations for um, mm. piercing studio, and they have different requirements for tool processing and everything. Really, this is crazy. Yes, yeah. for like yes. districts or something. Yes. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> this is crazy. Yeah. And the thing is that uh, there is no like common thing mm. where they can orient it is there is um, some some uh, like guidelines from the um, I, I don't know if you heard about Robert Koch Institute this is um, hygienic institute which is actually really um, on, a, on a, one of the first places in the world they do um, a lot of guidelines and a lot of research and a lot of um, mm -hmm. um, regulations mm. in hygienic sphere so everything what is like infection control and everything it's um, a very very interesting organization and a very like large one yeah and uh, so th there are some guidelines from Robert Koch Institute for um, again it's like medical personnel uh, and uh, normally the health departments they orient on these requirements and uh, make up a, like a guideline for the piercing studios according to the city according mm -hmm. to the district according to the like uh, Bundesland as part of Germany like the state yeah and um, but they can really differ and no one really cares and no one really checks it um, and um, like to to make it so one single thing yeah. one, one common thing so it's a, it's a wild jungle of uh, what what you do have to do and how you have to do and no one really knows what to do uh, yes. it must so be really challenging to try so to make an organization where you're Maybe not universal standards, but something that's yeah, yeah, this is adequate this is for everyone. Yeah, yeah totally. I, I wanted to say just about the gray zone. So it's like you are you are you are not going to like get imprisoned for mm -hmm. processing tools when you do not have the certificate. But um, the thing is that your health department can either tell you, okay, no problem, you have the documentation, you have the autoclave, you're good, or your health department can tell you you are actually not allowed to do this. So. <laughs> wow. Stop it. Stop it. Yeah. yeah. Just but now you'll have the certificate where people yes. don't yeah. have to worry about it anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Cool.
that's we're really excited. It was uh, one year of pretty, yeah. pretty hard work. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's yeah, but we have our projects, and we'll, there will be more because it's a really a good cooperation. Because really, we have the piercing knowledge and what is important for us, mm-hmm. and we are all um, piercers that really try to educate educate themselves as much as it, as we could. Yeah, yeah? Um, and we have really an expertise on the regulations and hygienics um, with um, yeah this institute and so we really can make more things in the future that uh, will have an impact or positive impact to to our industry Mm. Um, because uh, you know when you do some research on piercings you just see when when for example in a scientific way people looked at piercings it's just like oh it's also fucked up and we have all this this rate of infection and every piercer says Mm. well no, because maybe you didn't ask the right questions. Yeah. This, for example, was very, very nice. Um, he started his uh, the seminar. We started with a little presentation part uh, um, that will be erased and be filled by us. But okay, he started. <laughs> he did some research on on piercing mm-hmm. and found uh, a lot of studies. And with, with numbers, we all said, okay, no, that doesn't make sense at all. Mm. Yeah. But of course, if you don't, as as I mentioned before, if you don't ask about the right questions, you can't get the right answers. Yeah. For example, and yeah. So it's like uh, these researches and these studies. It's uh, it's about like um, one hundred clients or customers uh, had been uh, had been asked um, how many times they uh, got pierced and how many times of these times uh, the piercing got infected. And oh. so you know yeah. how, how right. many times yeah. the the clients are like, oh, everything is infected. Right. So like this word infected. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, so yeah, and it was was uh, pretty pretty silly uh, numbers about the healing rates. Yeah. Yeah. Like uh, two weeks for up. Um, what was it? I guess two weeks for cartilage or something like that. Oh, that makes so sense. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Or like genital piercings, like um, one to two weeks or something. We were like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Depends. Doctors <laughs> seem a little bit detached yeah. from the reality <laughs> yeah, yeah. of body piercing. Yeah. 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 But these are like official studies from from several organizations that mm-hmm. are like they they are normally doing the um, just the polls for the customers, of course. Yeah. yeah. So you cannot really. The, of course, the customer will tell you, "Oh, my earlobes are healed in one week." Like, yeah, cool. Then we'll just done one week. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So the other pro- uh, project we will have with this institute will be um, kind of um, doing some. Um, guidelines, some o- official proofed guidelines mm. for um, um, pi- piercing or piercing procedure. This will be the next thing we will uh, we want to do because at the moment uh, we don't have regulations on that. But uh, the situation, as you I guess know, uh, changed at the moment in Europe uh, because we had this body modification case in the UK. Mm. So yeah, the dogs are waking up you know what I mean and just be prepared mm-hmm. if someone says okay now we would like to regulate piercing and then we can say okay it's fine but we have here a proof guideline so mm-hmm. yeah it's smart to do the work now look at this yeah, yeah. This, this will be kind of the procedure manual um, thing mm-hmm. um, from the APP but it's uh, it's it's just 
our idea is to make it European wide yeah. because we are like now working with this doctor and with this uh, certifying institution and everything and uh, it can be possible to uh, make it European wide and universal for all countries. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, but that that won't be like you have to do this or you don't have to do that. It's just like a minimum standard, yeah. sure. but for the European European level. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's really just guidelines. It's not like we are going to, uh, or that you want to, to, to have a law or go to the government of this, but just to be prepared, you know. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And this is also really a thing that it's not just for us or for Germany, it really can help the whole industry and whole Europe. So also there we have really just, when we are ready, it will be a lot of work until we are ready, but when we are ready, just translate it and uh, you have it for your, for your government. So That's yeah. great. It seems like a lot of work. How many? How many people are, like, how many people are in the VPP administration? Oh, so the two of you essentially. Okay. So well, mostly. <laughs> do you have anyone helping you, or is is all this work just being done by the two of you essentially? From time to time, of course, we yeah. have the colleagues, uh, the other members of uh, of the VPP, they uh, do some projects, or um, from time to time they um, take over the um, like the article. Articles. Articles like yes. like the essays or something the re reports. We also try to build some content for mm -hmm. um, the clients mostly. Um, but the most of work is like it's it's complicated. You can you cannot really um, like work all together in a very large group. Maybe if you if you worked like since twenty years <laughs> together, then you can probably organize it somehow. But well, what what I've learned from being on the board of the APP is that sometimes more people means that the work gets done faster, but most of the time more people just means that the work never really gets done. Yeah. Because yeah. everybody's tripping over themselves. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah so, but, um, yeah. Um, but, but we are 11 members at the moment, mm -hmm. and of course um, every member is important, and every member gives uh, feedback on impact. Mm -hmm. For example, on the the work with this institute, with this doctor actually, um, was in initiated by a member of us. So uh, this doctor reached out to the member of us and uh, he said, hey guys, what do you think? We said, yeah, let's do it. <laughs> and then, okay guys, see you. But you know, this right. connection would, would have would have worked without that. And yeah. of course, um, all of our members are uh, working on our standards. Mm. So they do a lot of good customer service and this is really, this is really what brings the idea forward, and this is really what we really would like to do. It's not like a two-woman two show or something like that. Mm -hmm. Totally not, yeah. So everyone is really important. But uh, yes, as Jane also mentioned, we are in different parts of Germany. So it's, yeah, you really have to set up appointments to see each other and to speak with each other because everybody has a shop or is working or whatever. And... Uh, yeah. We see each other pretty often, yeah. so we too, and that that is actually why we can uh, really like push this and push that, and then we are like, okay, we just just yeah. let's get the work. But done of course we have, but of course we have, for example, yes. a member of us is uh, doing a social media or something like that. So yeah, it's not like yeah, we see each other one time a year and. Oh, we do. Yeah. We we did have also like the. Um, um, division of uh, tasks uh, between the yeah. board members yeah. of course and we still do have this it's not like um, only only a couple of people do all the work of course we have the division of work but mm -hmm. it's kind of yeah 
it's complicated, I think. <laughs> well, I'm <No>. sure. You know, <laughs> yeah. A lot of growing pains. The strength of an organization is always from the diversity of the organization. Mm-hmm. So it's great that you'd have members that have connections to yeah. professionals like that or maybe have different communities that they service or areas or something like that but at the top you really have to have the people that can just take the ideas and push them forward and get them done yeah yeah so it's good that you have that that mix yeah Yeah. so what are some of the 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 future ideas that you can share about the project is it really just kind of growing membership is it about you know making more of those roundtables and different events or is it publishing materials uh well yeah we discussed that and at the moment um or not at the moment, uh, the idea, as uh, I said at the beginning, are the education Mm -hmm. of peers and of customers or clients. And uh, so we don't have the need to uh, uh, say, okay, in the next year we will get 10 more members or Mm -hmm. so. Because we really would like to have a solid base, a solid team Mm -hmm. of really thinking in one direction. Yeah, And uh, so it's, it's more like really um, evolving some, as you as you said, some some, uh, some stuff to to some articles or some essays, yeah. um, just to spread the word and to educate the people. And for example, roundtables. Um, we also have some some more ideas of gatherings with peers who, uh, well, we are happy when someone say, okay, I really want to do this and I really uh, want to want to be a part and I really uh, need just just a little bit of help. We are here to help, totally, we are, but we won't push anyone in. That's smart, won't, won't that's smart, that. especially when you also have high standards because yeah. sometimes piercers might get intimidated where that's a, a goal, yeah. but they can't really do it right then. So it's good to, to put out the hand and say, yeah. we're gonna help you. Yeah get there rather than making it like an exclusive club yeah 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 that's that's also not our point to make it like an ex- exclusive club but the, the um, I think during the last couple of months as our um, main uh, focus will go on um, to like education of really customers and clients this direction not really educating but we just we just want to um, Give the right information, you yeah. know, like to to get rid of all this myth on and, and like yeah. s- strange stuff that is going going um, over the internet all mm-hmm. the time, like reposting all the time and this um, kind of rumors and whatever. So we just just yeah really want to build a solid base of the knowledge for um, even for the for the clients as well. That's great. So yeah. how are you how are you managing the outreach to the clients directly? Is it through social media or through a website or through like member studios? It's um, oh. a little bit of everything. Okay. Um, Larae has a very nice project of uh, last couple of months, so if you want to talk about it. Uh, well, yeah, actually, I, I started a talk evening for uh, for clients. Mm-hmm. Um, it's called Now We Talk, and then a specific topic. Okay. So it's not just piercing only. I had uh, two, uh, two or three months ago my first talk was uh, now we talk hashtag pussy bling about female genital piercing mm-hmm. because uh, this is my main theme so yay genital piercings um, and uh, last month I had um, a talk um, from Andre uh, from Andre Nani Body Art he talked about uh, now we talk uh, hashtag body mod and in two months he will talk about now we talk uh, scarification okay. so really to educate uh, um, 
clients about bodywork mm -hmm. and uh, this is because there are so many misinformation out there and there you have really a nice evening just 10 people mm -hmm. and really see um, the talk and then ask questions and so on so that's great to, to educate how did the how did the pussy bling one go <laughs> it was great was it awesome it was awesome yeah, yeah. it seems like uh, the German people are a lot more progressive and like body positive when it when it comes to things like sex so does it, that translate over and well maybe certain areas like because yeah. I've, I've you know I've been to like the Reaper bond and stuff maybe I have a skewed yeah. perspective but yeah. uh, do, do people seem open-minded to things like genital piercings in your yeah. area yeah That's they great. are definitely but um, there's also um, yeah not enough knowledge this is why I, I do I do a lot of genital piercing actually and I really like to do them because um, Often girls haven't heard something nice about the lady parts mm -hmm. or they don't know how they look like. And so uh, every time I have a procedure, I really start with, uh, here's a mirror, okay, we'll look this, and this is your outer labia, this is your inner labia, and so on. Oh, really? Okay. And there's a placement of the piercing, and so and really try to speak very positive about this, mm -hmm. as Elaine told me. So this is really inspiration <laughs> for that for me. And uh, yeah, um, sometimes we pierce, sometimes we, sometimes we don't, but they... Um, they all leave of a positive feeling about themselves. That's great. So, and um, yeah, and I thought, okay, I do this with every single client. Let's do it in a in a in a more open space, mm -hmm. which is also a closed space because it's you really have to say, okay, I would like to come. It's not open for all, so sure. just ten people and that's it. Yeah, because you wouldn't want a hundred yeah. people to cram into a studio. Is yeah. it held in the studio? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you wouldn't want to pack yeah, too yeah. many people. It is. It is in my studio and. Uh, also have a positive um, um, impact that um, also the ladies started to talk with each other mm. and it was really nice and I um, I was asked before well I'm totally interested but well I don't want to get pierced can I come and say well yeah maybe you would like to hear something about a Himalaya expedition but you don't want to go up there mm. so it's the same you can come <laughs> yeah and yeah it was pretty pretty nice that's great that's a really cool idea yeah thank you yeah. <laughs> With the organization, do you want it to kind of stay a German organization? Uh, are you looking to have other members from across Europe or, or to bring in other instructors from maybe the UK or other organizations? Or do you want it to stay more kind of homegrown? Um, would you, you like to? Well, actually, she's from Russia, so... Yeah. <laughs> but living in Germany. Yeah. 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 Uh, but... Uh, it's kind of homegrown mm -hmm. because uh, we really want to educate in German language. Yeah, so that's really we are, important. We are totally open to travel and maybe to, to educate other pieces. And as we also talk in English, mm -hmm. it's not a problem, yeah. But there are many, many pieces in Germany that don't speak any English. Mm -hmm. So it's really, really helpful um, to, uh, for example, all of, all of our seminars at BMX that are in German. So yeah. that they can understand and ask and not feeling shy about, okay, I don't get it, but I don't know how to ask. Mm -hmm. So you know what I mean? Yeah. But so the main goal is definitely not to um, get other members from other countries, but definitely to stay connected. Yeah. To talk with each other. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, there, there is still kind of a language barrier in Germany from time to time that's uh, 
the people do not really like hear English speaking um, speakers so many times that they can really like for example at the mimics net they, mm -hmm. they would really love to go to the same class but in German because the language right. varies a little bit makes it I, I've heard regular criticism at BMXnet that there it's it's reliant on too many British instructors, American yeah, instructors, yeah. and then it's not so much like that we don't want Americans here, it's that if your if your first language is English and you speak very fast, if someone if their first language is German or Spanish or anything else, it's difficult to keep yeah. up with it. And it's yes. sometimes people <laughs> Yeah. And then you get frustrated because you don't want to be the one putting your hand up and asking them to repeat yes, something or yes. slow things down. So yeah. yeah, I can I can see how it would be really beneficial yeah. to have it in the first language of yeah. the region. And um, the um, the VPP is not really just cut uh, off to Germany. It's the German speaking sure. um, market. So it's also the um, Austria and Switzerland. Um, Switzerland. Switzerland. Just forgot it, how it is in English. <laughs> Switzerland. <laughs> and uh, yes, but um, it's it's not really strictly cut to um, mm -hmm. cut to Germany. Yeah. So. Yeah, well, I think that's kind of like what they're doing with APPE in Spain, too. Yes. Where it's the same concept. It's, yes, we could go to a, a conference where they're speaking in English, but we would rather be able to just speak comfortably in Spanish and everybody kind of on the same level. Because it's it's still complicated um, to, uh, like, go um, across the pond to the APP, for example, for many piercers from, mm -hmm. from Europe, not only from Germany. It's right. really complicated. You know you're traveling all the time. It's yeah, like <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, and um, that is why at the BMXnet, of course, we would also like to have mm -hmm. uh, some speakers who um, just talk in, the, in German as well for the people who can locally come yeah. to this conference. Yes, yeah. yeah, because with, with with the way that transportation is set up around Germany, like anybody can get anywhere yes. by train in a few hours, maybe a half a day mm -hmm. or something like that. But yeah, to, to tell someone, if you want these certain kinds of classes in a certain level of education that you have to fly... Yes you know, almost halfway around the world, it gets really challenging for people. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Awesome. Yeah. Thank you for having us here, Ryan. Um, appreciate you. I mean, it's a busy week. I appreciate yeah. you making the time for me. Yeah. Um, yeah. So this is Lorea. I'm from Stuttgart, working and owning Unknown Pleasures Piercing. You can find me on social media or Instagram, Unknown Pleasures Piercing, Facebook um, also. Um, you find the VPP on www.vpp-piercing.de, I guess. Uh, yes. Yes. And also on Instagram on uh, Verband Professioneller Piercer. But you could also search for the hashtag uh, penetrated by a professional. So okay. yes. maybe it's easier. <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> or just the piercer. This is also us. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, thank you. Cool. I'm also really happy to um, get on podcast. I'm kind of a little bit um, like a fangirl and uh, I'm really stoked <laughs> right. to, um, to get this chance. Thank you, Ryan. Well, I really it, appreciate that. I really appreciate you coming on. I've, I've wanted to interview both of you. We just never got around to it at BMX, so... No. Good to do it. Thank you. <laughs> and um, I'm Jane from uh, Dusseldorf. Um, I own the Jane Upson Piercing Studio. And um, yeah, the VPP, you can... Lorraine alre already told where you can find us. Thank you. Well, we should do um, we should do another episode when I when I come over for BMX yeah. then. And you can catch me up on any of the progress. Yes. Okay. Yes. All right. That sounds great. Cool. Thank All right. you. Thank you. Thank you. 
All right. Thanks, Jane. Thanks, Lorea, for coming on the show and giving us an update about the VPP and the, the German piercing scene. Really excited to, to hear some of those updates when I go over for BMX. And I'm also really excited to hear about all the different piercing organizations popping up around the world now. Uh, I've heard a lot of rumblings from different countries about trying to organize and, and improve piercing in their area, maybe have meetups, maybe have classes, maybe have organizations, and just kind of keeping standards high. And uh, speaking of which, I, I had a, a piercer stop by for a few days of shadowing after conference named Hawaii from Malaysia, and it was just really cool to hear about the piercing scene in China and Hong Kong and, and Malaysia and just what's going on over there, the challenges, and seeing someone like Hawaii come over for uh, for conference for a second year in a row just to learn everything you can about body piercing and just bring it back home and make everybody safer and make everybody happier when it comes to piercing. So uh, really awesome to see something like that and all the other people that made the effort to, to come out to conference, you know, leaving leaving shops behind, leaving families behind for a week, spending a bunch of money to, uh, to learn about body piercing. So it, you should all really give yourselves a pat on the back and uh, I just want to see more and more people there every year. And uh, if you need any help getting there next year, keep in mind that there are scholarships. There's a lot of support for you out there. And now is the time to start planning for it. So if you have any questions about getting out to conference, totally reach out to me. Shoot me a message on Facebook. Send me an email, ryanpba at gmail.com. Uh, I, I always love helping people out and uh, giving them some advice to get to conference and have the most fun there. For me... I'm going to be getting back on the road soon, heading out to Vegas tomorrow for that wrestling show, and I'm going to uh, get to my, my next classes uh, Monday, July 7th in Dallas, Texas, and uh, Monday, July 15th, that's the day before my birthday, I'll be over in Amsterdam doing a class there, and if you're interested in, in uh, joining me, class is open right now for registration, so go ahead, go to precisionbodyarts.com seminars, or again, give me an email at ryanpba at gmail.com. I'm going to be back next week with uh, one of these interviews. I've got tons of them lined up. I just have to figure out which ones I feel like editing and sound checking and uh, throwing them online, but I've got a lot of content for you. I'm really excited to start sharing this stuff. A lot of great stories that I got at conference, but stick around. I'll be back next week. See you then. For more information about the show, visit piercingwizardpodcast.com or like Piercing Wizard Podcast on Facebook. For more info about your host, visit precisionbodyarts.com or search Ryan PBA on Facebook, Instagram, and Tumblr. If you enjoy the show, you can subscribe on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, and Google Play. Music by Benny B. Blanco. Show copyright 2017, Precision Body Arts, LLC. All rights reserved.